0: Good morning and welcome to the EA podcast and the it's kickstart 2019 and it's now Monday the 28th of January so definitely in the last furlongs um I can't believe literally we're in the last week of January already so um welcome to Luke and Andy this morning good
1: morning good morning good
0: morning good. Good morning, so in the episode on Sunday we spoke about um, what you need to do and booking in the market appraisal and this morning we're going to talk about um, what you should take on the appraisal, um, talk about the listing appointment um, but what I wanted to start off with is um, Luke on the last one you mentioned having a listing agenda and I wondered what would be in the agenda that will help our listeners please.
2: Yeah, so by, by the agenda, um, it's it's about make, giving the client an idea of what you've got planned for them. So at the beginning of the conversation when or when they're in the office or on the telephone, it's what you'd like to do for them. So you explain what the process is going to be. So what what information are you likely to want from them? So I'm going to need to ask some information about the property, get your contact details, um, it's roughly going to take around five to ten minutes. Is that okay? Do you have enough time for that? So it's getting their consent so that that way if they then made that comparison to say um, budget and Co up the road that literally took 30 seconds to book in that valuation They're thinking wow this person wants to be thorough understand my needs um, So you can bring in I want to understand your situation your needs so that we can best help you Um you're putting in all this information so that they're getting a more positive impression.
1: Would you also set an agenda for the listing presentation itself, Luke? So when you, you know, when you finish booking the appointment, would you uh, give them an indication of what's going to follow the following day?
2: Yeah. So so this is the the kind of the recall. So so what what will happen on the day? So it will be my colleague Rade. Rade, he's got 20 years' experience of valuing within the Leicester area. So again. Putting in little messages like that, where um, again, if they've had budget budget co, they can say, "Oh, it'll be Jim coming out." Well, who's Jim? Uh, Whereas explain, well, Jim the valuer, he's he's got ten years experience valuing within. Thetford valuing within uh, Leicester Um, he will meet you on the day what he will do is he will call you the night before just to confirm we will be sending you an email now or a text message however the conversation went Um, but on the day don't worry about it we will send you a reminder as well because we know things do crop up if at any time you do need to reschedule please let us know Um, and we look forward to seeing you and then we also have some other processes so a video introduction goes out to the valuation which just puts helps put a face to the name so when Rade turns up they kind of feel as though they already know him so he's already they've already seen him on video so it's just a quick intro him explaining all about him and his role in the company love that it's those essential touch points isn't it Mm, definitely definitely
0: I look, I'll be talking in, in that's in that um the messages what does a vendor want to hear what's important so I love the video I think that's fantastic are you talking in the video that you know how you're going to help them achieve a premium price for their biggest tax free asset are you talking about you know how you're going to help them with their time scales and are you talking about how you're going to take the stress out of this process for them because I think if I was a vendor they're the three things that are the most important things with me would you agree 100% yeah so come
1: on let's talk about the ideal listing appointment how, how does that look you know and please nobody mention best price guide
0: that was my first one
1: <laughs> yeah I, maybe the, Zoop, the zoopla guide no <laughs> no forget it so look for me the first
0: thing is arrive early yeah, yeah, 100%. What does, what, what, what does early mean though? Does early mean two minutes early or 10 minutes early? T- 10 minutes early. So
1: my, my guys book my appointments an hour and a half apart. I live in, as you know, Stephen and, and Luke, a, a, a rural Norfolk town. Um, I can drive from one side of the town to the other in 15 minutes, even in, um, difficult traffic. So my, mine are an hour and a half apart and you arrive 10 minutes early. Arriving on time is late.
2: Yeah, no, we've, we've we've added out and and I think it's crucial that uh, so for example at eight o'clock every morning the valuers will send a text message to every appointment that they've got that day just to remind them and then if they've got any questions or it could be yeah but I'm going to be maybe ten fifteen minutes late this is the customer saying this with those. I can't emphasise enough that, that that little touch point where a text message is sent religiously at, at eight o'clock that the and it's personalised. So, dear Mr. And Mrs. James, look very much looking forward to seeing you at your home at uh, Smith Street today at ten o'clock. Um, if there's any queries or problems or anything you want to raise prior, then just drop me a message back. It it is just a nice personalised way of a reminding them because things do crop up in in a busy morning, but also um, if they do need to reschedule it, it gives you a chance to maybe sell that appointment space to someone else. Absolutely. I like that.
1: And I also phone them from the car on the way. So they'll get the text from me in the morning or they'll get, you know, they get that, that element of it, it's automated, but then I'll phone them as I'm on the way just to let you know I'm on the way. In fact, I saw an app the other day for my DPD delivery driver and I could follow his van. Mm, brilliant, isn't it? on a on a map and i was thinking yeah could could we do that for a state agency you know your value is now on their way they get an automated text message this is where he is you could watch him driving through the town anyway we could talk about that with apps and text tomorrow can't we definitely so house tour yep build rapport Seek, seek touch points yeah 100 percent. so
0: take it taking notes for the whole way i think that's really important yep.
1: yeah 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 do, do you measure or do you not i do every time floor
0: plan in fact yeah i don't measure i do a sketch floor
1: plan of every house that i go and see because for me that's a visual representation um that i can always go back to and if they do come to market um then it's it's part of the process and my admin team can start uh, prepping that And I think more importantly that as you build up all of these floor plans, I scan and upload them onto um, our CRM. If I see something come on the market or if I get asked to appraise something else, I can always refer back to, I remember I viewed that one and that had an extension. And so, yeah, floor plan every time.
2: Yeah. Stephen, um, do you find you obviously speak to a lot of agents and you do training with listers, valuers and office managers. What, What percentage would you say actually measure Um, on every valuation?
0: I would think it's a relatively low percentage,
2: um, but there is, we
0: talk a lot about the marginal gains and I know a survey was done where um, a particular large corporate brand um, did a survey where if they measured up every time, they were more likely to win the instruction there and then, Because um, that vendor seller had the perception that they'd done everything they needed to do to put the property on the market. So, you know, when I was at greener company, I always used to measure up and I always actually used to take pictures as well. Now, those may not have been for marketing purposes, as a, as what I said to the vendor. But what they did were they helped me when I was talking to the team later. And also, obviously, you're not going to win every instruction as much as you would like to. um, But when in three or four months time. Um, you were having a conversation with that vendor or they called in and you could say, oh, I remember you, Andy. Um, you know, you had uh, Arsenal, players of Arsenal shirts and photos everywhere and, um, you know, you run the London Marathon and your medals were there and you had a red sofa and they go, oh, you've got a really good memory, haven't you? Yeah yeah. Go, yeah. 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 So, you know, all these little notes are there to – um help you and i would definitely if it was me i'd definitely be measuring up i'd definitely be taking pictures however that comes back is i wouldn't just turn up and go here you go i'm going to measure up and take pictures that comes obviously you know you have to tell people that's what you're going to do and that will be in my video that i sent um if, if you know before i went and the other thing i would do is and you know i love um a gentleman called perry power And he's got his um, 11 premium tips to achieve a a premium price. So 11 tips to achieve a premium price for your property. And for me, that's something I would also send out um, pre-market appraisal. Because, again, you're you're educating people um, as to what you're going to do to achieve a premium price and the best outcome for their biggest tax-free asset. Do you talk about you and the firm? Why?
1: Exactly why <laughs> I see so many valuers do it. You know, it's oh we're number one on this. Here's the right move pie chart for this. We've sold more houses. You know that that really is your pre-list. If you're going to send anything like that, send it in the pre-list pack. I um I always think of it as uh, being in a Gestapo meeting, and you know you're literally you've got the spotlight on you. Then and, and that spotlight should always be focused on your client 80% of the time. 80% of it should should always be about the client and their and their experience um it's amazing how many valuers make the mistake of of going in and talking all about themselves um, and i see it time time and time again so if you sat down and created the agenda and you've 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 gone through the pre-listing pack and you know, covered anything off if it hasn't been um, covered in enough detail um we move on to isolating queries objections concerns and overcoming them with, um, you know, genuine, sincere, unrehearsed dialogue and case studies.
0: But you've got to, you've got, you've got to, you've got to ask for the business as well. Um, you know, that's really important. So. You know, one of the exercises, Luke, that I do when I go in and, um, I work with agents on the listing process is again, actually, do they know the key numbers? So what are their conversion rates from, um, market appraisal to instruction? What's their success rate from, um, once you're instructed to exchange? What's your actual achieve price to your asking price as a, as a percentage? Um, and you know, again, some people just don't follow up. So the conversion rate's really low, but, um, one of the reasons why the conversion rate is low is because people don't ask um, for the business so you know again very simple is there any reason you cannot provide me instructions to proceed today so I can get started selling for you tomorrow or if all went well and you gave me five stars what does that look like you know, and get the um get the vendor telling them, you know, what five stars looks like to them, you know, and then that's gonna help you with all the answers that you get um to their question.
2: No, definitely. And I think the 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 other thing is that your knowledge of the market around you as well. So another reason for taking the measurements um is obviously a a vendor is gonna sometimes or most of the time be very clued up as to what their house is worth, uh, sometimes a lot of, some, some vendors think their house is better than everyone else's, They're, they've got the biggest plot, theirs was the show home, um, all all of those kind of, but you, your product knowledge of what properties have sold, what properties are on the market, what sizes are those properties, so when they say, but I've got a bigger lounge, or I've got a bigger garden, what, what's your response to that? Are you just going to be like a rabbit in the headlights because you don't know? Or are you going to be able to confidently know about that property? Spot on. Definitely. 100%. 100%.
1: So we've done the listing presentation um, and we've now accounted for 70% of the process and we've just, in the next two or three minutes, got to cover off the the last 30%. So it's all about the follow-up. What's the first thing we do? Handwritten thank you card.
2: Yeah, well, I was going to have a cup of tea back at the office. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, handwritten thank you card, and this is something I learned from yep. Stephen um, when I first joined Mastermind two and a half years ago. Um, we've had so much positivity. Um, in fact, we've even had clients posting a picture of their thank you card on our Facebook page, saying how thoughtful, kind, sincere, unexpected, um, and and that that's absolutely awesome because you know no, nobody's doing it. Um, differentiation again. Um, how quickly do we get the report off? Well, for me, it's, it's gotta be, uh, and it, it's different. Obviously, Luke, you're in, you're, you're in Leicester. So if you've got mm. a, a day full of diary uh, appointments and you can't get back. So for me, um, personally, uh, I like to get my team to have that report back to them within an hour, um, any more than that. And I think we're, we're a little
2: bit slack, Um so just on just on that so uh you've got you've got a day of appointments what why in this day and age should that be the vendor's problem as to not having the report uh quickly
1: yeah exactly so uh, i mean you know i was talking at the detroit malcolm masterclass with um other agents um and uh, their view was they'd get back to the office in the evening or possibly give it to the secretary to do the following day um and um you know for me that 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 just a little bit scary because mm. we're in we're in a you know, society where we've got freedom of information people want that information people you know, everything's high tech low touch and and obviously we're trying to make it high tech high touch um and i just think it's you know, really poor to leave it six hours 12 hours 24 yeah. hours before communicating so I'll get on the phone to my team as I'm leaving one appointment um, the first thing I'll do is phone ahead to my next appointment to to uh, allow them to know the um, I'm, I'm on the way you know afford them the courtesy of telling that I'm coming and the next phone calls to the office can you get this out these are the terms uh, this is what I've said about the property um, and I'd like that out via the email as a follow-up within you know as i said 60 minutes of the appointment yeah. and i actually commit to that in the appointment as well so it's kind of like you know you've set the agenda but you've also got a commitment moving forward to the client and they do look out for it and with akaboom we, we can watch them as they're opening yeah. it so um
2: yeah and i think the input the other important thing is what's the longevity of what you're sending them so are you giving them information in that report um letter uh, however you send it so what's the longevity of that are they likely to want to keep hold of that because that's a a timestamp piece of information about their home like steven says their biggest tax-free asset so that then when they think in a year's time oh not not had the house valued but they've got this document or they've got the email like you say with, with akaboom um that confirms what the figures are
1: yeah that's that, one of the features of akaboom luke that um hmm. if you haven't looked at it I, i'd encourage people to do and i'm sure there are other products available i'm just talking from experience but with Acaboom, it sends out um, every four, I think you can time set it yourself, but I've set mine um, to send out a market update snapshot every four weeks for 52 weeks after the appointment. And I'm sure you can do it for 12, 26, you know, you can yeah. set the time period yourself. But for me, I want to keep in touch with that client for a year, but I don't want to be in their face every week. So I set it for a four-weekly market update report for a period of 12 months for exactly the reason that you mentioned. I want to stay front and foremost in their
2: mind. No, no, definitely. And I think there's still place for the traditional printed uh, hard copy report that you can hand deliver. Um, so, for example, we hand deliver So we send by email unless, again, it's down to the customer's preference. So sometimes they will say, no, please just send it by email. So we'll do an email copy and a a hard copy report that is hand delivered to the client the next working day um, uh, to to them, which is our uh, personal marketing report. Um, with advice specific to that property and that person's circumstances, I think that's the important thing. You've got to make it all about, you
1: know, that individual client. So there you go, guys and girls. You've got top tips from um, some of the best agents in in the world. Um, I'd like to think, hey, Luke, not not that we're blowing our own
2: trumpet yeah i I don't disagree with that andy (laughs) (laughs) so once
1: again ladies and gentlemen thank you for your time and for your ear we really appreciate that we hope you've we've made your commute into work um a little less stressful this morning and given you some great information and takeaways as always any questions reach out to us on the social networks or pop over to www.eapodcast.co.uk and ping us a message many thanks
0: bye have a great day
1: Bye.